This is the story about... I want to do it too. Okay, one, two. This is Precious Lives. Stories about kids. Teens. Guns. Guns. Yeah, we end the violence. Bye-bye. Because, because we are precious. Because we are precious. This is Precious Lives. I'm James Causey. A lot of young people in Milwaukee are stuck on a familiar path, stealing cars, carrying guns, and winding up in prison. Running Rebels is working to drive youth into a better direction with their intensive monitoring program. Monitors stay on top of juvenile offenders and work with them to get their lives turned around. The program acts as an alternative to incarceration. These are kids who are usually tough to reach after they're in trouble with the law, but before they're paying too high of a price for their mistakes. Precious Lives producer Aisha Turner Hi. brings us his story. Are you Mario? Yes. Hi, how are you? I'm Aisha. <laughs> Thanks. A sleepy Mario Drain answered the door on a rainy afternoon. It was nap time for his kids, although a couple of them weren't cooperating. Yeah? I hear voices. Yeah, that would be Makai and Malia. <laughs> supposed to be safe, but... Mario usually sleeps during nap time. He works nights at a group home for people with health problems. Working third shift allows him to watch his kids while his wife is at work. So childcare is like maybe four or five hundred a week per kid. So I can't really afford that. So it's cool. Get to hang out with them. Get to mold their little brains. Mm-hmm. Right now they're learning the ABCs. I love being a dad. It's just amazing. Why? Like, dude, I created these people. <laughs> he pulled his phone out of his pocket to show off his background picture. That's Makai. He's three. Mm-hmm. That's Malia. She's two. That's Chelsea. She's one. That's my wife, Christina. And we have a five-week-old named Cheyenne. Mario is tall with a scruffy goatee, but his round face and soft voice almost make him seem too young to have four kids. How old are you? How old I look? I don't know. Kind of young. Uh, 26. I'll be 27 in December. December what? 23rd. So you're a Capricorn? Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, at 16, Mario was facing steep prison time. Like 92 years. Two counts of armed robbery. That's a max of 40 years a count. Then it's 12 years max for operating a vehicle without owner's consent. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty good at math. I'm like, man, that's my whole life. Instead, at 26, he's working, raising a family, and within a semester of finishing up a bachelor's degree in human services. He credits a court-ordered program with the Running Rebels. It's called the Intensive Monitoring Program, and it kept him out of prison and off the streets. It's like the best thing that ever happened. Mario started getting in trouble in sixth grade. He got kicked out of Roosevelt Middle School for fighting. His family never had a lot of money, so he also started stealing. Like little stuff like book bags, whatever you find in there, it could be like a little portable CD player or handheld games, little petty stuff like that. As he grew up, he got bolder. He robbed drug dealers and started carrying a gun that he'd bought on the street. He operated with a small crew of friends. It was like Mo Curly and, uh... Oh, Larry Moe and Curly? Yeah, that was us. <laughs> a couple years into high school, a robbery got out of control. His crew beat a man and stole a Mercedes Benz. A few days later, his stomach sank when he got pulled over. Six, seven cop cars. They all got their guns out. Put your hands out the window. Man, it was just like something you see on TV, like for real. But this is real life. 
As red and blue police lights glared into his face, the consequences of his actions became clear. It's over. I'm through. You live a certain lifestyle, you know what all can come with it. Eventually, you know, like, jail is a possibility. On the day he was arrested, Mario had just finished his final exams for his sophomore year at Riverside. But at that time, I was 16. Mm -hmm. The other two dudes that I was with was 17. That's the only difference. Why does that matter? Because I wasn't tried as an adult. Mm, they were? Yeah. Hmm. The felony counts. You know what I'm saying? So... His friends were facing up to 92 years in prison. Wisconsin was one of a handful of states that tried 17-year-olds as adults. Mario didn't have to worry about that. His late birthday earned him two years of probation instead. All our stuff, what, what happened, we, it took place in June. So yeah, like a month before they had turned 17. Crazy. So in the summer of 2006, Mario entered the Running Rebels intensive monitoring program. The program works just like the name suggests. Young people are watched closely, intensely, by an assigned monitor. Teens have to check in each time they leave and return home. They have to attend group meetings several times a week, and they can expect daily visits from their monitors at school. That's the part Mario really hated. Oh, that was so embarrassing. Like, they was coming to my school, like, twice a day, like, and people be asking all these questions, who is that? They here for you? Like, like man, chill out. Like, Mario, Look in the classroom, Mario just nodded his head like, please don't come in here. Clifton Phelps worked with Mario in the intensive monitoring program. What was he like when he came to you? Shy, shameful. One of Clifton's goals was to rebuild Mario's confidence. Mario was always a good student. He liked math and English and participated in a pre-college program at Marquette. After getting arrested, self-doubt started to creep in. Because you have to think about it. When you get caught in crime, sometimes you check stuff off your list like, yep, yep. Not going to college, that's going to show up. Mm. Oh, not doing this, that's going to show up. I think I kind of reassured him that I can get him into a school. Clifton now runs his own construction company. He sits on the board of Running Rebels. He said learning to accept the monitoring program is always a process. Many kids hit the same points. One is when the kid needs you or the mom needs you. And you go over there and you take her to go pick up groceries. Can you do me a favor? So the mom, you know, you start kind of getting that trust. Number two, when the monitor has to take a kid back to court or at least threatened to. And they realize that you have the power to essentially lock them up. So then they understand, I need to stop playing with this guy. And three. I think that they kind of fall into the running rebels culture. They start to notice the running rebel has a basketball team, football team, a rap studio. Mm -hmm. And then they're realizing that this is way better spending my time here mm -hmm. than being at home doing nothing. Mario fell into the culture pretty quickly. I just go down there as much as I could three, four times a week, you know, go to the movies or out to eat. He also got to travel. Running Rebel sponsored his trip to the World Affairs Seminar in Whitewater. And I got a chance to meet people from all over the world, people from like Turks and Caicos and just different people. It's, it's nice to get out and experience different things. That was the exciting stuff. He thought the group meetings were boring at first until he started paying attention to other kids' stories. Parents on drugs and they sitting there with their parents, why they getting high, and you know what I'm saying, evictions. It just made me grateful for you know what I'm saying? everything I did have. Mario stuck around running Rebels long after the court required him to. He got his record expunged, he started college, and in his early 20s, running Rebels hired him as a mentor with a new program. Working at the Rebels was like my dream job. Like, I saw myself in those kids. Like, I could really relate to them. Like, if, if Rebels had a third shift position, I'd still be there, but like, 
Oh, I know what that means. Mario had to go fix a bottle for his newborn. He told me about a kid who called out of the blue over the summer. So, I don't know, he was just, just talking, we was catching up on things. Mm -hmm. And like, just that alone, like, that made me further confirm that I made a difference in this kid life. His family plans to head south once he's done with his degree next spring. Maybe to North Carolina. They have better school systems out there. The weather is nice. The cost of living isn't too high. Um, and for what, like, our plan is, it's like the perfect place to do it. What do you mean your plan? Oh, it's like, well, I want to open up a Running Rebels myself. Yeah? Yeah, it's just, they motivated me so much and inspired me to do, like, work in the community with teens. It's ridiculous. And it's like, it's killing me that I can't do it right now, but I will eventually. Makai hmm? and Malia bounced around the living room. They never finished their naps for the day. Leah, please keep your hands to yourself. It was six o'clock and Mario was ready to crash. He was exhausted by the stress of an ordinary life, a life only possible because of a rare second chance. To find more on The Running Rebels, you can visit our website, preciousliesproject.org. Precious Lives is produced by 371 Productions in association with WUWM, WNOV, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and the Wisconsin Center for Investigative Journalism. We're supported by the Isabel and Alfred Bader Fund and the Greater Milwaukee Foundation. Music by Kiran V.